Hey everyone, this is Rina. And this is Justin, and we want to welcome you to the Too Real K-Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we keep it honest and sometimes way too real about all things K-Pop. Get ready to talk music, industry tea, comebacks, survival shows, music recommendations, and so much more. We'll laugh, we'll joke, and sometimes get a little too controversial, but it's all good and fun. So buckle up, because this episode is gonna be a fun one. And we're about to get to Real K-Pop. What's up, guys? We are back. It's time for episode four, BB. Hey, guys. I can't believe it's episode four. Episode four. We've I know. been it's consistent like... for a month. Oh my god! Wow, it's a miracle. Uh, we hope you've been enjoying the past few episodes, and we're here today with another spice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So literally something just fell. I guess it is going to be a spicy episode. That is a sign that some shit is about to happen, okay? Out of all the times... Nothing we happened. We literally just started recording. It, like, it happened within the first minute. <laughs> Whew. So, to keep the good times rolling, after we talked about Queendom last week... We decided we're going to throw it back this week, and on today's Let's Talk, we're going to be rolling it back to the year 2015. But before we get there, as you guys know, we like to start our day with the first segment, What You've Been Listening To. So we're going to tell you guys about a K-pop song that we've been listening to a lot lately, whether it be a new release, old release, it's just whatever we've been hooked on lately. So let's take it away and share what you've been listening to. So I think you should go first because I went first last time. You did go first last week. Yeah. You did. All right. I'll go first. So as a lot of you guys will know, I've recently made their comeback with Love Dive. And when I was first planning my what you've been listening to for this episode, I was going to do Glitch by Unbi. Oh, because that song like had me hooked and I was like, oh my god, it's so good. And I was repeating it, repeating it. But then I've dropped Love Dive and it's just been I've nonstop since it came out. I mean, I guess you're saying it was going to be Eyes of One regardless. Oh, period. <laughs> you already know. So I think what's so interesting about Love Dive, first of all, is again, it's like pop. It's like, you know, very... it's. I would say it's very alluring and mysterious, kind of like Eleven was, but it's more a beat, I would get, or it's like very hard to describe, but I think what really gets me with this song is that typically I feel like if you listen to it on paper, it's not my type of song, but I'm so hooked on it, and the entire mini album is good. There's this song, Royal, that the members rap. Two of the members rap for the first time and they sound so good. And also just the ad-libs and the bridge in that song. But we're talking about Love Dive here. And Wan Young, narcissistic, my god, I love she it. I love that line. That part. That line. Because she was everything. the first. I think she did it first. She did it first. And then another member and then, did yeah, it again. And then, did it second. I lived for that part. She sounded so good. It's not my type of song, 
but the concept was giving everything. me everything and like it's the ooh, it was it's i love that and then the dance break oh, as in the background i forgot about that that they literally dropped it. it they dropped it to the floor like they were hair whip hair whip they were leg wearing up the silver waistband things that were really cute. I loved. They went so hard. I wasn't expecting it because I felt um, the song was kind of a lull for me because it's not really my type of vibe. But then the dance break hit it's and my one of those jaw songs, dropped. It's like, it's like slow but hard hitting. Yes. And like because even it's like. And the, the parts are so catchy to me. Like the, a son, a son of dive. I love mm-hmm. how it sounds. It's just so good. I saw the teaser and I felt like I liked the teaser sound more than what the actual comeback was. So I was pretty excited for it. But when I actually listened to it, I was like, okay, not bad. But the concept. Everything. Everything. is everything. They're, they they were giving, we're the popular girls and we're yes. throwing them party at my mansion yes yes so i've again delivering another solid bop i'm really glad they had a good follow-up to their debut and they're actually doing very well so hopefully they keep the iconic good times rolling because i've snapped and that's on period 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 (laughs) so i don't know if anyone else has been listening to love dive but in case you haven't, they have a second choice with what you've been listening to. So, share what is it? So, I've been listening to My Bag by Idol. Yes. In reality, I'm still listening to Stray Kids' album. <laughs> As you guys know from last episode. But, obviously, I have to choose a different song and I can't bring up Stray Kids every week. Um, the only thing I'm gonna say is their last Maniac stage was today and I'm very sad and I wish they had more Maniac stages or I wish they extended their performance time by a week because Put that straight kids plug in. Because they all had unfortunately they all had COVID but they recovered well. So anyways, we gotta talk about my bag. So good. So good. Okay. Okay. So good. First of all, before you even get into the song, mm-hmm. when they first performed it, those pink outfits were giving the pink with the heels out- with the heels the pink sweatpants. Yes, it was everything. They're throwing it back. They look good. They look really good. Yeah, they were throwing it back to like the nineties hip hop vibes. And the getting into the and song, I was here for it when they tease this comeback. I did not know we were going to be getting an all-rap song. So, speaking of the comeback, when they were teasing it, I thought My Bag was going to be the title track. I had no idea that Tomboy, I don't know if I was being fake, I don't know if I missed a teaser or something, but I saw My Bag's music video, they were in the pink Lamborghini, (laughs) they were all pink, Soyeon was killing it, and I was here for it. Barbie Mafia, let's go. Barbie Mafia, exactly. (laughs) This is my, this is exactly my type of sound. 
And when look, it comes to concept, music, everything concept, hip hop, this was strictly. But then they hit us with that. Why are you cranky, boy? I didn't have the last I'm episode. a fucking time. Bye. Which music show was it where um, they forgot to mute the phone? Mute it down. <laughs> they muted everything else. And then they left that but in. the F word. Oh my god. But my bad. Everyone was trolling that person. They were just like, someone lost their job today. Yes, I saw those. And listen, Tomboy was good, but my bag is a different level. My bag hits different. I'm really, I didn't really like Tomboy. And like, I know you're going to get there, <clears> but <throat> we went from Shuhua only having that ooh, oh, uh, uh-uh. uh, ooh, uh, uh, and let the tan, let the tan, to having like full blown verse. Verse. So, so yes, in the su- order. Surprisingly, they all rapped, they which all I rapped. didn't expect. They all did very good, and I felt each person found their rap style. Yeah, it fit. It it, it was so nice how it fit each mm-hmm. person's personality and what they do and how they sing or rap. But Soyeon did all the choruses, which I was kind of upset about. Because I wish someone else did a chorus, or I wish they kind of hit us with the whisper chorus. Yeah. Like, imagine Minnie yes. doing the yes. chorus. Yeah. But I also get why... And Soyeon could have done a real verse then. Yeah. Because I felt like we also could have gotten a Soyeon rap. But she raps yeah. all the time, so I get it. We I, know she can rap. Yeah, yeah, I feel like she wanted to give the other members a chance. So, she did all the choruses, which is catchy as hell. Um, first, we got Minnie. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She uh, brought us back. She brought us back. So on brand. The iconic uh-oh. So on brand. I love her whisper, deep husk rapping style. It was very good. It's, mm-hmm. I love it. It's really good. Like, y'all know Minnie can deliver with her voice. Like, Queendom La Tata version. That opening she did with the Thai chanting. Oh, yeah. So iconic. And then after Minnie, we got the... I was surprised with Yuki because I didn't realize she had such a deep voice. It's thick and husky. I'm not into Idol as much, so I guess that's why it was surprising. But she gave us that deep rumble. No, no, no. And I was like, damn. Okay, yeah, her great. part was good too. And the choreography in her part was really good too i felt that she was really into it and she was giving us our all although i did mention it to you i feel as though queen was struggling a little bit in in those heels because the kick was not as high as it was in the dance practice but it's okay (laughs) but i get it though because i would fall on those heels immediately so i loved yuki's deep voice though it really and she kept going i was driving home when i first listened to this song that's and, always another experience on its yes. own. Yes. And I was like, damn. Okay. Keep going, sis. Pop off. Well, go ahead. Because there was a certain part where I thought it switched to another person, but she kept on going. It was her. Yeah, yeah. And it was still her. So I loved it. And then we got Miss Shuhua. I think I'm saying it right. Okay. She gave she us. She popped off. She really gave us. Those chest pops with her whole she, entire her whole chest, body. Her whole body. I'm a boss, baby. I'm a boss, baby. 
You so guys good. need to watch the dance practice. She was chest popping. Like I felt as though her chest was gonna come off of her. Like Soyeon went to her that day and was like, "If you don't hit these chest pops, Cube's kicking you out." <laughs> and she was just like, "Okay, okay, that's all I need to know." But yeah, she gave us the not necessarily soft, but you know, she gave us that little girly. It was I'm cutesy, here, boss, yeah, yeah, baby. yeah type of vibe it was like a uh, so, playful yes playful like light and i loved how she interacted with the backup dancers yes and resting then, her arm on them like yeah. it was cute and then last but not least Mion. she gave us unbothered rap queen she did she was she sitting did. on the backup dancers she got up she was like i'm gonna slay my she hips. gave me such gayun energy yes. during this because there's this one performance of what you're doing today that i've shown you multiple times and y'all know what i'm talking about if you know it but gayun literally they were doing the choreo and you just see her walk off to the side and get behind all the backup dancers and then she sits on this box and they just yes. carry her out and she sings her part while she's sitting on this box posing and that was what Mion was giving and me it's only for like three seconds and I then think. she gets off the box yes. and that's what Mion was giving me because she was literally like serving that type of unbothered energy i loved the hip sways because it matched the energy of the rap she was the one who gave us the very soft elegant like, and i knew she was gonna do a sing rap and it works so well yes that yes that's exactly so what well. it is the sing rap it it gave everything it gave everything i love the choreography i low-key want to learn it but i feel like our days have gone we're retired we're retired we're retired <laughs> we're too busy to learn choreography we're too busy and then literally like if we we went to learn a choreo like a few years ago or even like last year it was i feel like and we were like only two or three seconds seconds in and i was like we're not gonna be able to we're do, not this. Gonna do this and then we tried and we're not even like 30 seconds into the song and we're only there's, like a few steps in and i'm like i'm out of breath already. there's also so many songs that i want to learn that's on my list i don't even it's know where to happening. start i we also don't have time so. we don't have time we don't have time <laughs> as much as i want to but there's there's like and there's not a lot of songs anymore that you can like pick up naturally quickly. by watching it the over only and over thing again i we could do is twice. Uh, yeah. I know all of Twice's choreography. I, I could do twice. I learned Shimad Baram just oh, by watching oh, yeah. it over and over again, but it's not like the hardest. Yeah, Brave Girls is easy. Song in the world. Exactly. So it is what it is. We're it not is performing good. anytime soon, so we don't got to worry about it. <laughs> Special video coming soon on our Instagram. Go follow Two Real K pop. Just kidding. Just kidding. Follow for good content, not us dancing. <laughs> but we would get dragged. <laughs> Listen, it's fine. They got to keep it real with us. <laughs> That's true. But moving on. So instead of our second segment, which y'all are probably used to, where we talk about the trends, we are bringing back, like we said last episode, the Queendom Court. Court is in Court session. Court is in session. So we're going to quickly review the performances from episode two of Queendom and just some moments. We're not going to go all out like we did last episode during Let's Talk. But we do want to keep it going. And mm -hmm. we can't just talk about the first two performances of round one and not talk about and the other about four. The so we were thinking, let's just bring back Queendom Court. It's time. Mm -hmm. Court's in session. Here we go. I think we should start off with our order of the performances. Oh, we got to rank them. 
because I am a hundred percent sure of my ranking. So. Oh, okay. You go. I I'm gotta think about mine for a minute. I gotta think about mine for a minute. So first we have Miss Hyolin, of course. She gave us everything. She, she did. gave us singing, performance, dramatics, everything. It was everything. And then I would say Luna. Mm. Unfortunately, they did not get to perform because of COVID, and I was kind of upset about it. They were instantly sixth place. it is what it is. At least they got to perform. gave everything. Kim Lip, my girl, with the flute. Yeah. We don't need to talk about Hyolin since we did last episode, but... Luna, the traditional Kim Lip, as soon as she hit that flute. So I said this when we watched this. I feel like special performances and stages where there's a traditional vibe or concept is so underrated. I feel like everyone thinks it's going to be like dramatic and slow. They always hit with such impact. Always. I mean, you guys should know from Queendom Season 1, Oh My Girl Doing Destiny. Oh, yeah. That was brought up in the episode. Traditional concepts always hit. And Luna was no exception. Kim lived with the flute. Olivia pulling out, you know, Olivia her hair was pins. the star she looks of so the good. performance. The red hair. Because as the performance was going on, I was kind of like, okay, you know, it's kind of lulling out for me. But once Olivia, she took those hairpins out of her hair. And you knew. And you knew it was game over and they went hard. They did paint the town, which really, it was, I was shocked because I didn't think it was their most popular song. But again, if you guys listen to our first episode, my top 21 of 2021, paint the town was on there and I love paint the town. I think it's my favorite. I love the bridge too. When they hit that, open your eyes. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, okay, here we go. And yeah. they, they gave us everything, they gave us every, too. And we was both said, when we watched it, I was like, if it's, they were eligible, yes, they would have been top I three. I think they would have been top three. It was a really good performance. And then wow. we have Brave Girls. <sighs> okay, Brave Girls gave us everything. The drum intro right yes. away, I was like, go ahead, Min Young. They all served. The choreography with the lightsabers. They were serving us Avengers vibes. They were. I I think their and Kepler's were my favorite outfits. The outfits were so and blue. You know my favorite color is blue. So I was like knee high. Come on, knee high high heels. I was dying when they went backstage though, and they were like, "Okay, it's over." Yeah, high heels off. (laughs) Yes. And they were just like, time to forget about the choreography. Yeah, they're like, moving on. Let's go, next one. They did really well, though. But I'd like to say Min Young carried 90% of the vocals. She carried 90% of the vocals. But I was so happy all the other groups were like, her vocals are so good. They kind of played themselves, though. I think you were right. I feel like they should have done Roland because it would have jammed with the audience I get they wanted to show, like, they're not relying on Roland, but I think everyone wanted to see Roland. Yeah. And honestly if they predominantly did Roland, they would have gotten more audience points. Yeah, instead of Roland being Because the, the thing is they did Roland as the encore, which I always live yeah. for. I live for the fake Brave ending girl? and then they go Roland, Roland, Roland. Do, if do, you guys do, haven't do, seen do, do, their end of the year performances, Brave Girls is known for their on court type endings and, and I like, loved it. I love it. So when the Roland new version came out and it's like remix, the summer remix with the trumpet and all that, I'm like, it doesn't beat 
the original Roland. It does. But because of these encores, when I hear that trumpet hit, I instantly get hyped and I'm like, yes! yes. All, I'm like all the other groups who were jamming out when Roland came on. Yeah. And that was the thing. It was a perfect encore, but because that was the first time they did Roland during that performance, I was left wanting more. Yeah. So I knew if they did Roland instead of Chimat Baram, they probably would have gotten more audience points. Because once Roland hit, Everyone, Everyone was, was out of their seats. All the girls. Out of their seats. Doing the freaking Stingray dance. Yeah. They were living for it. But the performance was still good. Aside. The choreo was great. The stick choreography was mm-hmm. great. When they dropped it to the floor, I was like shook. Was shook. And then Minyoung and Unji dropped it to the floor a second time. And then there was this part where Yujung was like body rolling up against yes. it. And her facials were everything. They were, they were everything. So... I really feel bad that it's just the they placed fifth. Like it's the that fan they keep base. getting the short end of the stick. They do. No one ever picks them. They place low because they have the smallest fan base. I really hope Queendom just gives them more of a platform. Yeah. Because they deserve it. And they worked really hard. Guys, it's time to vote for Brave Girls. Come on. What are vote you guys doing? Come Please. On. <laughs> they're so funny, first of all. And they're also all they do is drag themselves. They're so self-deprecating. Yeah. They're like there was that joke, I don't remember what it was, but NG looked at Yuna and she's like, you're getting old, sweetie. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yes. They're so funny. And then moving on to fourth, I think it is. Yeah, we're on fourth now. I would say Cosmic Girls. Only because Kepler's fifth and then Vivi's is sixth for me. Mm-hmm. I would say Cosmic Girls also gave us everything. I loved their storyline. I liked their... The way they edited their song, whoever edited this song did it really well. They had the dramatics. Kepler's choreography was definitely better, but it's only because Kepler really focused on performance. I feel like their vocals and um, overall, I guess, perform not performance, but dramatics and theatrics was lacking. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason why I placed um, Kepler fifth. But Cosmic Girls impressed me. I like their performance. And then Vivi's for me was last. And y'all can come for me, but they did not deserve third. Their fans saved their butt. They really did. They really did. Like, I'm really, this is just objectively as a viewer and like in my entire opinion, like Vivi's really, I was underwhelmed. Vivi's could have given us so much more. Their intro performance was so much better than what they gave. They really gave us nothing. Their song was mixed really well. Yes. Their, when they lift that one member up in the air was really nice. And the transition with the butterflies, that yes, was nice. that was cute. And the orchestra. I said it last episode. Oh, I loved yes. the orchestra. The orchestra was really nice. But if we were to, even Vivi said themselves, or Cosmic Girls as well, they both say that each of the groups or each other are similar. Are similar. So if I were to pick who did better... Cosmic Girls. And it is a competition. Like, someone has to come last. But Vivi's gave me nothing, and I was really upset that they came in third. I hope they turn it around and, like, show more. Yeah. Because I said it to, I think, like, what underwhelmed me was I liked the song mix, and they they did the nostalgia vibe really well. What I loved is they were the only group who really did an ethereal concept. So it was elegant and ethereal rather than impactful and hard-hitting. So I... Really think had they up their facial expressions and just done a little more like maybe another dance break or something 
they would have had a shot. I mean, I said it before, they were giving us ESPA. And, you know, people's thoughts don't lie because they got three down votes. And no offense, but I think they kind of deserved it because they, everyone else's performance was just better. Yeah, they kind of gave me, like, lovelies round one of queendom where they yeah. just really underestimated the other groups and we're like oh and going after hyolin yeah I, they got set up i think it kind of just sucked because they went first yeah they didn't go after hyolin sorry hyolin went after after them, them. right they got and set up as kepler was saying hyolin did so much better than everyone so going after or before her is kind of yikes but regardless I just expected more from everyone, and I think everyone did give their all, but Vivi's was over just overall underwhelming compared to the other groups, and Hyolin, Kepler, and Brave Girls did give them down votes. You're right. And coming from Hyolin, it might not come a lot from Kepler or Brave Girls because they are recently been popular, but coming from Hyolin, I think that's the opinion that I look out for the most because she is a veteran. She's seen things. Sis has seen a lot of things. So I think if I was Vivi's, I would be like, oh, damn, we got a downvote from Hulin? We need to step up our game. I'm hoping this, like, kind of lights the fire under their ass a little yeah. bit. And they're like, all right, girls, it's time. Round two. Because they're covering, they're covering Cosmic good. Girls. So they have a lot of potential in this round. Yeah. Because Cosmic Girls has a great discography. I'm excited. So I think I personally have to agree with you in your ranking. Because I would rank first, Hyolin. Second, I would rank Luna. Third, I would rank Brave Girls. Fourth, I would rank Cosmic Girls. Fifth, I would rank Kepler. Sixth, I would rank Vivi's. So just a little more into detail for mine. And this is just me trying to be as unbiased as possible. Because mm-hmm. you know I want Brave Girls to be like... One we or both, two, I like, was so genuinely bad. upset but that Luna Brave really Girls, yeah. took the cake for me. Brave Girls would have been like second, second had Luna had, yes. not performed. Yes. Seeing that Luna performance changed everything yeah. for me. But just more into detail on like why my Cosmic Girls and Kepler is the same way it was for you is that Cosmic Girls gave us the dramatics. The mm-hmm. as soon as the hourglass tipped, you knew yes. it was like about to go down. And then I really like As You Wish as a song, so I thought it was remixed really well. The dance break, they the added. Song, I think out of everyone's song, I love the way Cosmic Girls remixed, remixed it. it. And like they use the angles and the stage yes. very well. I mean, the stage definitely would have been harder hitting had the hourglass not broke. I was just about to out. say, they really shouldn't be upset about it. But they were so they were upset. So... They were so upset. They were so hard on themselves, and I felt really bad because one of the members had COVID, and she had to practice separately. She was recording through face. I mean, practicing through FaceTime. Yes. I was like, "That's and recording videos." She didn't come to the last day until the yeah the last day. I was very shocked and surprised because everything was so good. And then they started bawling that the hourglass broke. And she's like, I slept on the stand and I sprained my ankle. And someone sprained their ankle. Oh my God. And I was like, are you okay? I didn't notice anything. Is everything okay? (laughs) 
And, like, for me, I said it while I was watching, but I was like, Cosmic Girls just has that. They're here on the show, like, with a vengeance, because I feel like they have that mentality of just, like, we deserve more like we want so much better for ourselves and we just haven't been able to get there so let's use this opportunity to get there and they're so focused on doing well that it's like making them hard on themselves i noticed the hourglass wasn't there at the end of the performance because i was thinking oh maybe it's like a different meaning that the hourglass is gone oh i was like girl I don't think anyone noticed. I don't think it's a big deal. Y'all performed without any hiccups besides the hourglass breaking, but no big deal. And like, it really, they, they're like so desperate to just prove that they're a really good group because they're yeah. like, we have great songs. And they made a good point because when they said, we have a lot of signature songs that are popular, but like when you hear the name Cosmic Girls, we don't have a song that you think of. I was like, oh, that is yeah. so true. Because I like all of, like when they showed the catalog, catalog of songs, yeah. I told you while I watched the episode, I was like, I like all those songs. But when I hear the name Cosmic Girls, my mind doesn't instantly go to... They haven't had their, like, breakthrough hit. They don't have, like, a role in Yes, and you were saying, too, this is my chance to learn the members. Because yeah. we only... I honestly only know Exe because of I'm Pretty. Yeah, exactly. So I was excited to see their performance, and they delivered. I just, Like, I just wish they weren't so hard on themselves yeah. about it. But after them, the reason I put Kepler... And you guys know... I love me some Kepler. Yeah. Like, if you listen to our top 21 of 2021 mm-hmm. K-pop songs, again. you know I had plenty of Girls Planet 999 songs on yes. there. So I was there top voting. Top five. I voting. think number one was You Plus Me You Plus Me love. equals love. Exactly. So I was there for Kepler. I was so excited. I had high expectations for them. Now, like you said, I appreciated how they changed the entire choreography of Watata. Yes. It was, and it was good, Court. Like, it good. hit. And the part where Hikaru Dayan and Xiao Ting were in the middle mm-hmm. hitting the body rolls, and then Hyolin just did it. It was like, A. I was <laughs> yeah. like, yes! Hyolin was, was like, A. That was me. That was so funny. The only reason I think Kepler was low for me and their stage didn't hit as much is one, it lost the impact when they took out the, sh- the shouting. Yes, they took out the shouting part because they couldn't do it at the same two, time. Two, the only theatrics they had was the flag part. Yeah. Which hit, by the way. It I love the flag part. But other than that, you can have good choreo and it could hit, but compared to the other stages, it wasn't enough to I carry it to the top. The- the issue is the choreography was the only thing that was going for them and nothing else. Nothing else. And I hate to say it, because of that, the, the stage kind of served low And budget. I think Cosmic Girls said the same thing. I think they were the ones who downvoted Kepler only because they were saying how they've seen them on music shows. Rehearsing. They've, um, you know, been on music so- shows side to side promoting at the same time. And they were saying how it was kind of underwhelming because we've seen you perform better. Right. So. And for me, like, it served low budget, not only because there was just, like, lack of theatrics, but also they didn't have, like, a stage design. There were no props on stage. They were very reliant on the the screen. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't really any props or anything either. If they did, like, they had some race car tracks Mm -hmm. on it or they had some props, like a tire, something. It would have felt a little, like, stronger for me. A good example 
is healing. This she bought her girl own bought props. her own props. She was at the flower store on the floor organizing each flower. Like, imagine going to a flower store and seeing Hyolin. And just, she, her picking up flowers. <laughs> so, I hope Kepler does get recognized more because that's what they said when they got emotional when they were like, when they heard they were picked, you know, for their talent, not just being an MNET group. Yeah. I was like, that's so sad. And they really want to show the power of a rookie and they like the whole thing where they said you know we just want to show our talent i think they over practiced for this round yeah. which was their downfall but they have a lot more to show I think, so i hope they also redeem themselves i think their two. downfall was also i agree with changing the whole entire choreography because watada is the only thing they have yeah so i agree with it but i think that was also their downfall which is why they couldn't do the shouting at the same time and they were so focused on getting stuff right because they changed the whole entire choreography they hit, yeah, they and added the more thing. like intricate. They had the dance breaks. Yes, they added more intricate hand movements, more intricate intricate movements that, in the general. hand movements with the flag. flag. I was yes. like, okay. But they their choreography popped off. If I were to do choreography ranking. Kepler. Kepler would be first and then Luna. They yeah, it hit. So I think once they add, you know, budget <laughs> yeah. theatrics, they have the potential mm-hmm. to redeem themselves because they're all strong yeah. performers. I think it makes sense too because they were also thinking we need to show our talent. We can't do this Rely, theatrics right. and dr- dramatize the whole performance. We are Kepler. That's true. We are not just an Mnet group. Group. Yeah. We're You're not right. on this show because of Mnet. We're on this show because We're of Kepler. Talent. Yes. So that I agree with the ranking. I send my thoughts on Vivi's. So I agree. Same ranking. And all in all, I think that's our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? And that's the verdict on episode two of Queendom. Court, Court is adjourned. adjourned. <laughs> so moving right along, as all of you guys know. It's now time for Let's Let's Talk. Talk. So like we said before, we are going to talk about the year 2015 in K-pop. And this is going to be the start of a special series that we like to call... some water after that (laughs) Queen Dumb's Court. Go ahead, girl. Drink your water. I feel like I was getting heated at some moments. I'm going to introduce this. So we are starting a special series that we are going to call Roll It Back... Because we love to look back on the Two Real K-Pop podcasts, okay? And 2015 is a special year, not only because it was full of iconic moments, songs, and memories in K-Pop history, but 2015 was the first year that both of us got into K-Pop. So mm-hmm. it's like a really meaningful year for both of us. And I always look back at 2015 K-Pop so fondly, because I feel like it was also that crossover, like, third generation was like really at its height back then and i just feel like yes there were so many there's so many good good yeah. memories good moments good comebacks i also think now i'm a drink water <laughs> i also think that if it wasn't for us getting into k-pop we would not be this close you always say that yeah it's because of K-pop, if you really think about it. So I think 2015 is definitely... We'd still be friends, just not But we, we would be for the We besties. would be one of those people that wrote hags in the yearbook if it wasn't for K-pop. Like, oh, hi, how are you? Yeah, how, like, you how are you doing? Oh my god. That friend you see at like 
someone else's party all the time. Yes. Yes, yeah, so we would those. be like acquaintances. And if you guys don't know what hags means, it just means have a great summer. Yeah. <laughs> Come just... on now. It should have been implied here. But, yeah. So, to start this roller back, 2015, we each picked five things from mm-hmm. K-pop in 2015 that we want to discuss. Yes. So, we could take turns. We could share one at a time. I was going to say, we can take turns. Take turns one at a time. Since I went first on today's What You've Been Listening To... How about you start us off for today's first topic in 2015? So first topic is going to be BTS because that was our first group. It was our first group. That we really... Ultimate boy group at the time. Yes. Ultimate boy group for a really long, time, long time. Until Stray Kids. But... Well, um, until the boys. <laughs> but BTS was, I think, our first... I think group in general, too. First group in general, and also first, like, obsession after a group. It was, like, that one. We were, like... I remember... I was listening to their songs every... Like, three or four songs every day. All BTS songs. Yeah. Timeline full of BTS. You Mm -hmm. were, like, sending me all this stuff from Tumblr. Yes. Oh, my God, this, this, this. YouTube videos. All YouTube videos. Everything BTS. That was was such a good time. Yes, yes. Yeah. Such a fun time. Like I was saying before, even when it was the first couple of days I was into BTS, I was low-key listening to just those three three or four songs, whichever ones so I found good. on repeat. I remember I got into it, obviously, because, I mean, we'll save this story for another Let's Talk, because someone actually pitched they wanted us to do this as a Let's Talk. But I remember when I first got into them, it was because of Dope, for reasons that... Yes. May or may not come out in a future episode. Yeah. But that was my first song with them. Dope was my first song. And then it was title track wise. I remember after that, I listened to I Need You, Hit, Danger, Hit, Boy in Love. All of them kept hitting every song I listened Mm -hmm. to, I found. So I was like, this group is so good. And just in general, their albums that year, Most Beautiful Moment. Part the one, birth of the most beautiful moment in life series. Both those albums slap part part two was my first k-pop album that i went through the comeback went through the teasers i feel as though for both of us orange hair jimin will always hit the first nothing this is such a core memory for me nothing will hit as good as listening to silver spoon or bepse the first time that's I remember you texted me and you were like, This is the one. Off. Because I remember I didn't listen to that. I remember it was that era where you go on YouTube and it was like you listen to the songs individually. There was yes. not they didn't really upload them in yes. full or have a playlist of them. So I remember you texted me, you were like, Have you listened to this one yet, Silver Spoon? And I'm like, No, I don't think so, because I was hooked on mm-hmm. um I was hooked on My City. Yes. And Wally well, in fifty two. Well those are your types of songs and those were Betsy, my types of songs butterfly was good too or silver soon is right up my alley that hip-hop hardcore come on now it was good it was good and that feeling actually hasn't happened in a long time until stray kids maniac that was the was, same feeling when that you're i just felt like with in maniac. a comeback it's so hard to explain because i remember at the time too it wasn't even like you're so far in it like yes. neck deep like <laughs> You're neck deep into a comeback. Everything hits for you. Yes. Like, you feel like you're on stage with them. 
as a fan, like in the audience, you get butterflies in your stomach. And that's what I was saying. Not to always that feeling is irreplaceable. Not to always bring up Stray Kids, but this is like I told you before. Stray Kids Maniac. I haven't felt that way about a comeback since uh, hearing I, I was gonna Silver say, Spoon for the I don't first time. The last comeback or where hearing... you were like, I you watched every music show performance and it's one thing to watch it during the first week because obviously that's the first week of promotions but every performance every week every week every week till it's over and you're not only watching that you're watching variety shows they appear on youtube content that hasn't happened to me ever since kind of the new group started coming out and fourth gen kind of started rolling in yeah that's when i became more of a casual still more i'm still a lot we're both still into k-pop a lot but for some reason the past one or two years maybe because of covid it's died down a lot for me but i used we used to be obsessed obsessed in 2015 2015 it was literally like from sun up to sundown that's all we talked about (laughs) like it was such a time and yeah like you said those albums slapped the music was good BTS at that time was like everything. No one knew them either. No, it was everything. I feel like domestically they didn't start getting popular till Blood, Sweat, and Tears. So they still had a bit of time before they blew it was up. So good. What an era. Yeah. Anyways, we can go on to your first pick. So my first topic I want to talk about is K-pop summer hits in 2015. And this is because I feel like every year, and I know I've done this too, every year I text you and I say, oh my gosh, it's summer or summer is coming. Can't wait for all this summer bops. Because summer bops just hit different for me. And you know that. Because they're upbeat, pop, tropical house. I love tropical house genre. So... And it's just bright, energetic, happy. They just hit different. And yes, there are groups that come back still now and, you know, they give us those summer bops. But I feel like at 2015, it was a different level because every group was giving us summer bops, summer comebacks. It was literally like all you would see at that time. I... And it was... And they were... It was variety. They weren't all, you know, let's go to the beach, have fun. Some of them were just, you know, like casual bright happy but it was like summery back then i felt groups would give two comebacks that was also the time where groups gave two three comebacks a year so we would always get a summer bop from a group and we would always get like that dark winter or it was like a sister case where it was like you knew they were coming yeah and when they did it was a big deal yeah because just like thinking back on to 2015 too, the summer bops that come into my head. I'm gonna listen down. Sistar, shake it. Shake it. Come on. Queen Bora. So that AOA heart attack, come on now. Come on now. Their most popular song. Most popular right? song. Lacrosse concept. Come on. The song itself slaps. Slaps. I'm just looking back and their con everyone's concept was really different. I think that's, that's also different. But it was right? still summer. It was still summer. But now I feel like we're getting a little repetitive these days. So. And not to like, you know, dwell on the past, but the Sistar versus AOA beef at that time was everything. That beef carried on until Sistar disbanded and, you know. I don't know anything about this beef. Oh my God. They, <laughs> there's like a meme. You can search it up on YouTube, but it's called Sistar 
eats up AOA at their own choreo or something. And it was like them backstage at Music Bank. And they were like, because they came back on the same day. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, AOA, perform Shake It. And you just have AOA and they're like, Shake It, Shake It. And they're just like, it was kind of embarrassing. And then all of a sudden they're like, Sistar, perform Heart Attack. And Hyolin and <laughs> So You eat them up. Oh, oh, I have to see this. It's so, oh, oh my God. Like, it's messy, but those were during my messy Stan Twitter days. And I was a fan of Sistar and AOA. <laughs> yeah. So I was, like, eating it up. But I was like, oh, my God. Like, y'all are going in on each other. Because yeah. they were like, oh, AOA didn't sell as many albums. Or they're not charting as well. But then there's the AOA being like, oh, they won the, on this music show. It was just a, such a messy time. But both were such bops that I was like, can't we all come together yeah. and just enjoy? It was like... Both were iconic. But going down the list, on my summer bops, I also have Nine Muses, which they came out with a special summer album at that time. So they came out with that album, and the title track was Hurt Locker. And a lot of people compared it to Tinashe's All Hands on Deck, because it was like the cargo. And it was just so bright. And that song hit. Nine Muses, underrated, amazing discography. Y'all let them flop, and I'll never forgive you for it. Speaking of Tinashe, I love her, and she's such a queen. So that's all I need to say. (laughs) So Nine Muses. And then continuing down the list, Girls' Day had Ring My Bell, another iconic. I lived for that song. You were definitely into those types of comebacks. Summer, pop. we were we mentioned ring, this ring, 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 before, but a lot of girl group cute concepts I would not give the time of day or just like energetic at that time a beat, and then continuing on I'll just do another girl group G friend Megustas two oh, came out I that actually year liked Megustas two and that song come on took over for a reason <laughs> iconic and then my last one I have on my list that I just thought of from the top of my head. Got Sevens Just Right. <gasps> that Iconic. was my first Got Seven song. Iconic. Mark with the freaking sweat sweatshirt <laughs> sweater. The, the iconic donut. Donut. So good. I forgot what the brand's called. Not Joanne. <laughs> so good. That, so at first another iconic I song. kind of hated that song because it was annoying. But then And it was a cute concept, but I couldn't get it out of my head. It was it was too catchy. So moving on, your second moment. So my second moment I'd like to talk about is Dean. So Dean actually, honestly though, like come on man. But Dean debuted in 2015. T-R-B-L. That was actually in 2016. Was it? Yes. I'm fake. I was surprised, no, because I didn't know this either. I knew he debuted when I was looking into it. Technically, his first debut was I'm Not Sorry. I love that song. With Eric Bellinger, I think that's how you pronounce his name. I love that song. I love that song too. I'm sorry. No, No. I'm not. They just both go hard in that song. So I turn it, turn it, turn it. But. Apparently, I'm tired of missing you. That I thought so good. his debut was Pour Up, but it actually wasn't. Oh, yeah, you loved it, that song. It was I'm Not Sorry. And then he put out Put My Hands on You, which I love as well. I love it, which I also love as well. And then Pour Up. Pour Up is by far my favorite song by Dean. 
You but love that song. I remember it. Honestly, I kind of like all the songs he's put out. And so that, you were you loved that era because I remember you're like Dean, Crush, Zion yes, T, Zion T, J Park. That was it. very that. It was a lot of K hip hop R and B. Twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen was my K R and B hip hop because that's when everyone made. It was blowing. It was up at it the was time. blowing up at that time. It's kind of it died down. Yeah, yeah, right now, but. Dean, his voice is like no other, and I honestly sometimes I want to Google like where he at, but I I literally feel like after Bermuda Triangle he like disappeared from yeah me. I don't know if it's because because he came out with Instagram and having so oh, not so not really good, like though. social anxiety but like social media is fake blah 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 so I don't know if it's because he just doesn't want to be in the spotlight. Or people also troll him because he fell down the stairs, and everyone's just like, "I think we trolled him too much." And, he and doesn't I remember want to too, he was like at that time. He, in he, one of his Instagram lives, he fell down the stairs. I remember he didn't want to post pictures of himself because he was also like, "I don't want people to just like like me because of my looks." Of looks, yeah. But Dean is such a talented artist, one of the most talented artists. Um, He's a good producer too. Yes, but unfortunately, I don't know the reason why he doesn't want to come back. But respecting, you gotta respect people's wishes. As sad as it is, Dean Git gave us very good bangers. Um, but yeah, Pour Up is definitely my favorite song by him, and I love his voice. And he's amazing as an artist, producer, everything. Period. Period. Well, speaking of Dean and K hip hop, my second point I want to bring in is a show Dean actually appeared on. And that is Unpretty Rap Star. This is a competition. So We're not know. a team. <laughs> you know. Iconic. I ate up Unpretty Rap Star. Unpretty Rap yeah. Star was actually the whole reason I got into K-Hip-Hop R&B. And for, through that show, that's why I learned who like a lot of the big names mm. were at the time. Like I remember texting they would come and being like, and judge. oh, I know who BY is now. Yeah. <laughs> Just like saying the bigger names. But... Unpretty Rapstar had two seasons in 2015, season one and season two. Their last in season, oh, season three. Oh, I didn't three, realize both seasons in was in 2015. Yeah, so the beginning of the year was 15, the end of the year was... Wow. Um, no, the beginning of the year was tw- uh, season one, the end of the year was season two. Okay. So season one, you know, iconic. Jesse, Jesse yeah. eating up Lil Jesse Sham. From the black. <laughs> you, you know, know I, I got, got the keys, keys to the lock. Uh, she ate up Lil Sham <laughs> with Miss... I don't care about your English. All this, like, we all good. Just can't do it. <laughs> she really tried, and I respect her. Oh. She tried, but that little Sean was so funny on the show. Between that and then when they filmed the intro cipher, and she kept falling off of the vanity. Oh my god! Didn't Jesse also fall down the stairs? That was yo. It's your girl H O. Let me introduce you to my. <laughs> she yeeted down the stairs and then Jimin on the freaking couch during that same girl it was Cheetah a mess trolling Jimin oh my god but she, Jimin versus Cheetah's rap battle Jimin, was fire yes because I'm very impressed that was the first time because I'm gonna be honest Jimin's tone really bothered me for a very long, for a long time. time and I get it but her going up against Cheetah I respect because I would be 
shitting bricks. That if rap I battle was iconic. They both did really they good. They both did very good. Jimin ended up winning though. I think or, she won. Yeah, I yes. think she beat her in the second rap battle they had or something. But season one, I watched briefly. They were bops that came out of that, like Jesse and Cheetah's "My Type" yes. with Kangnam. Such a good song. So there were so many good ones, but I definitely enjoyed season two more than season one. That was an iconic season. We Hayes on there. Hyolin hey, was on there. Yubin yeah. from Wonder Girls was on there. Jiyoon from Four Minute was on I there. And then we had so the good. underground people too. I mean, we had Trudy who ended up winning. We had Kitty B. It was like such a good mix of a cast. Mm-hmm. Casper, Ashley. We're not going to talk about Trudy. No, I'm not a Shruti fan at all. Sorry. Yeah. Yezzy no. eat. Yes, really that deserve. show made me love Yezzy so much. First of all, Yezzy eating up Trudy lived for that. And then when Yezzy. Sorry, I'm but sorry, Trudy did not deserve to win that she show. She debuted in Billy now, but at the time, Swa, I was just like, what is her hype? Everyone just likes her because she's a YG trainee. I didn't think she was that good. And she was low key cocky on the show. So when she forgot her lyrics and Yezzy destroyed her, I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> because come on now. We have Hayes, Yezzy, and then It was like embarrassing. So I was like Fiesta because she couldn't remember her lyric. When you and make then we that also noise we have Hyolin and Trudy wins. Hyolin? Mm. You've been You've been devoured. I always said you've been deserved better on that show. You've been in Hyolin getting like beef from the rap battle. But even other than that, the tracks in season two, I was such a fan of. Hyolin's Money is such a good track. Hayes' My Type, such a good track. Hayes and Chanyeol. I mean, My Type, that's not, not what it's called. No. It's Hayes' Me, Myself, and I was such a bop. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah, I you liked her song with Chanyeol. loved her song with Chanyeol. I liked it more than Hyolin's. Um, was it final? It was the yeah, final. The semifinals. The semifinals. My love was a bop, though. Because you know, I loved it. Uh, I forgot what the ranking was, but didn't Hyolin beat Hayes or something? Hyolin beat Hayes yeah. and kicked her out of the semifinals, Which made it to the finals. It was, I wanted them both to make it. It was yeah, rough. But I, I liked Chanyeol and um, Hayes' stage. That was hype. As that hell. I love June's stage. Uh, that was so good oh my too. God, I this June ain't me. Was on there. This ain't me. Loved that stage. They were all really good. She don't need no airbag. <laughs> I don't need an airbag, girl. No, no, China. June was such a mess, but I lived for it. I lived for it. Her improvement was everything. So I'm pretty rough. Sorry. Still, still iconic. I want another season. I was thinking about it for a Let's Talk, but I want to make an Unpretty Rap Star Let's Talk, and we need to cast who we would put on Unpretty <laughs> Rap Star today. That would be interesting. But that's on that. What's your third moment so my that you want to hold it back to? So my third moment is CL. Hello, bitches. Come on now. She was at her prime. That was iconic. It was iconic. And I feel like that was a little dip in the water into the U.S. industry because she did pair up with Paris Globel, which is an that song hit really hard iconic too. choreographer. Not only, you know, Paris Globel has dipped her toes into K-pop. She's done Bang Bang Bang. She was actually in their music video with... Oh, she was? Yeah. Yeah. On the, the leash. She, yeah, she was on the leash with G-Dragon. Um, and then she did... 
Blackpink's choreography when she they were did. still trainees. It was like one of their teaser videos. She did. That was a good um, choreo. She did uh, Ringa. What is it? Ringa Linga, I think. With Taeyang. She choreographed that whole thing. And let's not play here. Y'all have seen Paris Bell's, um I think it was World Star performance with her gang. It gets fame like people don't stop talking about that performance. It's the Royal Family Front Row World of Dance Los Angeles 2015 where they performed that where they did that whole iconic stage. I fell in love with them or I knew them because of that stage because I would be watching Yeah, and then you recognized and her. And I recognized her in K-pop because I would watch all of the World of Dance performances. Right. I was obsessed with that like competition or whatever it is but hello bitches was iconic because she also did it she performed it at mama with paracool bell and her crew yeah which i'm gonna touch on that i'm later. surprised because even though 2015 is not that far in k-pop we have come a lot we have come along a lot street woman fighter because they had their booties hanging out they were twerking and K-pop back then, that was not really it was not. a thing. And then and also, now we have these dance crews, like I said before, Street Woman Fighter. They take Hyolin herself performing on music shows, laying low. I'm shook. I'm shook. I, I know. It would never happen. It would never happen in 2015. Hello Venus couldn't even perform Wiggle Wiggle. Yes, they couldn't. They had to change their, I guess, twerking. Mini skirt. They had to change the choreo to that. Yeah, they couldn't lift up their skirts or unzip their skirts. And Hyejung couldn't lay down. It was a dark time. <laughs> but... It was iconic. That... I love the performance. I love the music video. She was... The ending... Hana, Hana, do to say bitches! Uh, I love how everyone has, like, a straight imitate... Uh, intimidating face. And she's like laughing and she's just like, fuck. And she's just screaming. And I'm just like, yes, empowerment. <laughs> I still listen to, when that song comes on, I turn up the volume. <laughs> it hits. It hits. But well, moving on to Keeping your the bad gal rolling. <laughs> and speaking of songs that I turn up, Four Minutes Crazy. <gasps> Come yes. on now. I'm the female monster. I'm going to get into it if we do this. You know that? Let's talk on, you know, how we got into K-pop. But this song, the reason I found it was hella funny, first of all. But <laughs> when I did find it, I remember texting and being like, you need to listen to this song. It is so yes. good. I mean, like... I fell in love with it immediately, too. Immediately. The black and white. And then the oh, pops of color. June's green, green hair. hair. And you're right. I'm the female monster. You know that? Once you hear that, you're like, oh, God. And yet, I have yet to find a K-pop like, beat drop for me that hits as hard as, as this one does crazy. when you hear that glass break. It's crazy. Oh, that's it. That's it. That You're right. That's also a song where I, like, turn up the volume. And this was another comeback at the time. Like, I ended up watching all the performances, hyper-analyzing them. Like, I don't think you you even realize. But in the MV, mm-hmm. during the chorus, Gayun doesn't even kick her legs during the chorus. Really? And I remember it was such a meme on Twitter for the longest time. They're like, Gayun just be so lazy. She don't even <laughs> kick her legs in the music video. Yeah. And I watched it back and I was like, oh my God, she doesn't. <laughs> and that was like the one song I wanted to watch everyone's reaction to it. Yes. 
because the styling was also iconic. Everyone looks so good. And I know people drag Gayun with her baggy jeans, but I think she looks so good in them. I also think they brought back bucket hats. The bucket hat with the names on it? Yes. It's classic. Because you, I don't think you would, I mean, we wouldn't know because we weren't into 2015 K-pop, but I feel like Until after, the tail end. Yeah, but I, I feel as though 4 Minute Crazy brought back the bucket hat. The bucket hat. The beanie on Hyanna, the green hair on Jihoon. Yeah, and that was when I was a like, Hyanna stan, yeah. Jihoon? Or Hyanna Solo No stan. one ever talks about her. She always gets the short end of the stick. <laughs> but when she had her bridge part at the end, it's like she knew. She came with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. They gave her the whole part to herself. Four minutes wasn't even there. She had the close-up. She was in her she chair. She had the backup dancing. She knew. She was like, the spotlight's on me now. Mm-hmm. So it's such a good song. It's all, It hits... The rap, Jiyun's rap. Oh. I'm a crazy girl. Around here like a sip girl. Like, yeah. it was so good. And she, oh, that song, if Formula were to reunite and perform that, game over. And then that whole stadium doing the fan chants. Yes, yes. I miss fan chants. I miss fan chants too. Goddamn cool. I miss them. I want them to come back. It's yeah. not the same. But moving on to number four. Number four for me, speaking of for a minute, would be Roll Deep by Hyuna. Oh, yes. Knowing 2015 K-pop like we mentioned, Hyuna was on like she was some, on- some X Games <laughs> because she had the whips. She had <laughs> girls on leashes. And just that choreography, the leg spread, the- her like feeling up on her chest. Only Hyuna would get away with that because she is the top of the industry at that time she was peak it was so funny too because i remember once you found this song i hadn't found a song by her i liked and then you you showed me this song and i was like this song is so good because i liked red even though it was a 2014 your story with hyuna is funny because you hated her at first. You're like, her voice is annoying. She's, I don't like her. That this, was that, when that we, other thing. That was when we first got into crazy. And then all of a and sudden, all of a sudden, day, you're like, Red is so good. It's yes. such a vibe. And that's And you when, learned the whole choreo. You I told did. me, you were like, I know the whole choreo. I was like, huh? <laughs> what happened? I don't know. A switch flicked at me and rolled deep. I found it. I didn't get to experience her coming back with it, but... She did it at the end of the year, though. She Yeah, she did it at the end of the year, but her... I loved her hair. I think it was, like, the purple-ish. She had different hair. It yeah. was blonde. It was, like, the purple, I blue. I loved the looks in that, that video. One. That was iconic. But I was just like, damn. The song was Settle so down. <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> Because I was shook. I think it was also. Do you remember we we were for the longest time we were trying to figure out if she Shadi Yama dope girl or is it Joker? We were always going back and forth like, what did she say? But it was. I think we ended up looking up the lyrics, and I feel like lyric videos weren't as popular back then either. They were like the popular channels, and Mm -hmm. that was it. Yeah, but now we have like thousands of a ton of them videos. But Hyuna. That was the awakening of that year You're was the awakening stand. of my solo. And as y'all know, if you haven't looked at her Instagram, she is still my old solo girl. Okay, plug. <laughs> yes. Solo Hiana. girl artist. Well, 
Hyanna was such a big name at that time, and that perfectly transitions into my number four point, which is the comeback of supergroups. Like, oh, I feel yes. this year, there were the groups were already so big, and I just feel they came back. Some have come back since, but it wasn't really the same. Like, I feel this time, the supergroups came back and fully committed. Like, we got weeks of promotion, all yes. the content... Like, I think a lot of people forget, 2015, Big Bang came back multiple times. Bang, bang, bang. Let's not fall in love. Sober. They had so many songs was this year. Was it Haru Haru as well? Bay? Or was that 2016? Haru Haru was like 2010. Oh but there was... 2016 was Fuck It, and then there was another one. But Big Bang... And YG in general was like big. still big three yeah. that year. So there was a lot they did, but the one that jumps to my head is 2015, Girls' Generation. First of all, it wasn't just the one comeback. They first hit us with Party, and I know it's like generic summer song, but as soon as I hear it, Tiffany with that, hey girls, I'm like, okay, well, Miss Tiffany, let's go. I think it's party time. I'm like, <laughs> yes. And then yes, girl, they have party. Lionheart, which... Again, oh, I know you don't like cute concepts, but for me... It's in my playlist, though. It's, I it like slobs. It's good, and it showed, like, Girls' Generation can still do cute, and it's not, like, tacky. I, I definitely got into it later, though, probably 2016, 2017. And that leg sprint... Iconic, but then my personal favorite... Well, before I get to my personal favorite, they also had Catch Me If You Can Catch me that if year. You can. And I loved those outfits. That whole dance popped off. Iconic. But the best one, my fa- personal favorite, is that year they also had the part three of their main comeback with You Think. You Think You Real That song, first, as soon as I hear that, like... That song is so good. The music video looks. Come on now. Come I think now. that's my favorite I Girls' Generation song. It was so good, and I really feel like that was Girls' Generation's last comeback because they did come back in 2017 yeah. for their 10th year anniversary with the double title track "Holiday All Night," but they only promoted for like the one week, and then yeah. SM dropped them, so they didn't. It wasn't a big that, deal. That should have been a big deal because Girls' yeah. Generation was really the one who started that trend of groups lasting longer than seven years. They because now a lot of trends. A, lo- a lot of groups will, you know, they do the thing where they're, we're moving to different companies, but we're, but we're still, still going to be group. a group. Back then, like that before Girls' thing. Generation, once your seven years hit, disbanded, well, done. It didn't happen. That's just like the end of 2020 thing because got seven after got seven did that a lot of other doing a lot of other groups started doing that recently lay he left sm but he's still part of exo so it was really a trend and even girls generation three of them left sm but they're still girls generation but i feel like there were so many iconic comebacks from big groups like that 2015 and it just hit different yeah it really did i mean speaking of big comebacks that's kind of like my fifth one so i guess i labeled it super groups because a lot of groups debuted in that time where they're pretty big right now um so twice oh now 2015 now. 2015 me not i never hated twice because i actually liked ua but 
I low-key dragged them. You did? Because I was, like I said, I I didn't like cute concepts in 2015. I forget how I found it. I, well, first, when I, I first think, found out... Um, I don't remember if I showed it to you or you showed it to me. No, you showed it I to me. I think I showed it to you. Hold on. Another interruption. Lord. But, yes, I think I showed it to you because I think either I found it on my own or some a friend that I had at the time who really liked K-pop gave me recommendations and yeah. told me to listen to it. Yes. And I loved that song And right also, at that point, we knew who the big three was. So when you heard JYP New Girl Group, you kind of just... Like, I need to yeah I need to listen to this because it's JYP and I love the song I love the concept mm-hmm. from the beginning like well, just hit different I was so happy they did it Momo's dance saw break them. yes I was root because they did we were lucky and we got five encore performances and I was if y'all didn't know or don't know about Twice's concert at the end they brought out a wheel full of all all of their songs old title tracks B sides. And basically, a member just spun the wheel, and whatever song it landed on was the song they sang. I so they did five songs for us. I think that's my favorite part. That was the, the con- amazing part of the concept concert. of a concert. I loved because it because usually groups just do one. And I remember the song would be ending, and we were thinking, "Oh my god, are we going to uh, get another one? Are yeah. we going to get another one?" And then and you would see going. the one member; they would all be in the front of the stage, and then one member would linger back, and you're like, yeah. "Oh my god, we're getting another one! We're getting another one!" I felt so bad for the crew because you saw some of them looking at the watch. The watch. <laughs> Come on, let's it's go. Time. We can't do one. It's time. It's time. But twice, it's like, let's go. Let's and we got great one. encores. If we did not get the encore, I would have never, ever, like, known the pop that was firework. Yes. Oh, na, na, we didn't na. know firework existed. Oh, na. And I listened to that album and I think good. I liked it, but then I never I listened to was... the album again, so I forgot it. It was the same It as... was the Feel Special album. Oh, I thought it was alcohol-free album. Oh, I, there was one on there I liked, too. I think Baby Blue Love. Okay. But I was praying, out of all the encores, I wanted Ooh Ah because I wanted to see Momo do that the dance, dance break. break. And we got it. We got it. Sis popped off. She popped off. And I think the crazy thing is, too, we knew Twice was going to be big. But, like, to see them now... And how big there. It's like so crazy how we were there with them yes. from the beginning because they debuted right when we got into K pop, yeah. too. So we were there for the beginning promotions and everything. And I think we knew they were always going to be big, but I just saw a tweet the other day where in three months, twice earned 1 trillion won, which equals $815 million in three months. Oh my God. And I was like, rich queens. Like, we should aspire for this. Amazing. I'm shook. But another group is Seventeen. Adore You was a bop that year. Now, Seventeen kind of fell off for me the past couple of years. But their first couple of songs and comebacks were really good. I mean, they were hit after hit. Yeah. Adore You, Monse. Monse was so good. Monse, Pretty You I Like, Very Nice. Nice. That was good. Don't Want to Cry. Don't Want to Cry. Clap. Yeah, you liked Clap. I wasn't a huge Clap fan. I like the rock vibes. Oh my. Oh my was good. I really liked a lot of their music. Oh, and Boom Boom. <gasps> I think I Boom Boom was my favorite boom song boom. by them. 
So, and I mean, they're, they're so big now still. Yes. And now they're, they're under Hybe, so they're even bigger. Mm-hmm. They're... The gold standard for Pletus's boy group. I think it's so crazy to see a 13-member boy. There was, like, yes. my first huge group, too, that I learned all of them. XO was my first one. I, I remember. You were like, I know XO. And I was like, I just can't that, nail them. Yes, I don't know and why. And that was when... Chris and Luhan weren't in the group. That uh, we got into them when Tao was slowly leaving, but I knew EXO was my big first big. Gorgeous. And I knew like a gorgeous. handful of them, but I, I still couldn't speak. get them all. And then I remember how shook you were when I was like seventeen, and you were like, "Oh my god, yes, this group's good." This that, and then I was like, "I know all thirteen of them." Seventeen, we flipped because you couldn't get them I for the longest get time. Them for the longest time, yeah. So, 17... Iconic. I feel they're very popular domestically right now more than internationally, but... I saw them live. Because I feel it switched within the recent years. I feel they were more popular internationally Internationally. when we were into them than domestically, but it switched right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another group, Masa X. (sighs) When we went to their concert... They were our first K-pop concert. Yes, they were. They were. And I've seen them yes. twice now. I remember you guys gifted that to me for my birthday. Yeah, that was your birthday yeah, gift. That was definitely iconic. It was a good show. And present. their music was literally like hit after hit for me, uh, really up until recently. Their yeah. music's not hitting the same for me. But there are still some good not ones. Gonna lie. Love Killer. <gasps> but not gonna lie. I miss Shomu, so... I miss Wonho, so... X is not as pop... Like, not not in my radar as much. Yeah, they're not in my radar either. But they're... I'll still check out their they, comebacks. Actually, either today or tomorrow, they might come back. I think they... Oh, they have them coming. Yes. You're right. You're right. I did see that. But the last group I like to talk about is Icon. I loved Rhythm Ta. Love I Love Scenario? I mean, I know that's not 2015, but if we're talking about good music from Icon... Love scenario. Love scenario blew up. It blew up for good reason too. Yeah. But yes, rhythm top was good. I always have a we gon' get it poppin'. We 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 gon' get it poppin'. With Icon because after love scenario, they really went into that boy soft boy boyfriend material type of concepts until work. that one kill killing me. Killing me. Uh, <laughs> I know that's not Icon, <laughs> but when I hear that, I'm like, Miss Bella. <laughs> Taman. But I really wish they went back to their hip-hop roots because I really thought... Bling bling. Uh, <laughs> I like that song, and it does hit, but I didn't think they were gonna grow up to come back with these types of songs, like mm. boy... I mean, Love Scenario and stuff Love like Scenario that. worked for them, yeah. Love Scenario did work for them, but I was really hoping to get a really strong hip-hop I boy can't group. talk about Icon without plugging that before she debuted on, in Eyes One and appeared on Produce 48, Minju was in a video for Icon. Yeah, girl, Minju. So, just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Minju was there. Minju but plug. Icon, they're strong. Bobby's solid. a dad now. Oh my god, I... Wow. Just don't forget Chen and Bobby, man. They be living. K-pop dads. <laughs> K-pop dads. I was really shook. They're gonna start. You know how we had Mama Doll with the the group made of moms. They're starting. They're starting. They're planting the seeds. They're starting baby daddies. For we're gonna call it Papa Doll. K-pop dads. 
gosh. And Bobby winning showing the money was honestly an iconic. Yeah, he won. I don't yeah, know if that right. was in 2015, but I just like to bring it up because Bobby's a really good rapper. And he definitely deserved to win. Yeah. He was cutthroat. Again, and I was at the height of Show Me the Money when it was like really gaining traction. Yeah. But moment one, one of the only idols to win yeah. Show Me the Money. I mean, a lot of other ones from YG did good on the show, though. Yeah. You had Bobby, B.I., Minnow. Yeah, B.I. Oh, Minnow actually did good. Well, he's. He was Fear? A, Come on. I he said was a judge a recently, ago. too, on Trump. Fear was a bop. I don't know if it was this season, I think he's a judge, Minnow. I haven't or been last keeping season. up. I haven't kept up with Show Me the Money since, like, season five. I think it was this season, season ten. Because season five is when you had, like, Dean as a judge yeah. and everything. No, I remember that. Watch. I'm not going to get back into it unless they're like, I'm pretty rap star four. Then I'm going to be like, I'm here. I'm here. I never left. Yeah, Show Me the Money kind of needs to end. I feel like they need to I'm make a new rap show. But it's the thing is, it's not like it's not popular because I still see like some of the songs from Show Me the Money top the charts. Yeah. I'm like, damn. No, good artists do come out of there. I just, the format is getting old for me. That's what it is. The artists aren't getting old. And I loved watching, I used to love watching Show Me the Money because I would know all these good like K-hip hop. So I would get into their music. Is, you get a necklace. Yes. Oh, it goes Show me the money was cut. It's still cut. It's still cut throat. But I just I need a new format. I can't. I just I can't do it yeah. anymore. But I, I still love that they rock up to them. They're like and then just hold up a hand. And all of a they're like, you made it. Oh, come tell me that. Sometimes I still like watching the first and second round. But after that, it's kind of just Unless like, it hooks you, you're yeah. done. Yeah, I get Some of the auditions are funny. Instead of a, a Show Me the Money, give us a Good Girl Season 2. If yes. you're not going to give us Unpretty Rap Star 4. Good Girl Season 2. We need it. We need it. We need it. Because, like, yes, if you're not cutthroat enough for Unpretty Rap Star, we got Good Girl. And that gives way for people who aren't rappers to be on the show. Like yeah. Ailey, Hyoyeon. Jamie. Jamie. There you go. So, and, or, like, rappers who aren't cutthroat enough for unpretty. Like, Yoon. Yeah, Yoon. Sleek. Uh, uh, you know I keep it 100. Uh, uh, you know I keep it 100. Sleek is cutthroat, and I feel... But all well, the raps are, like, inspirational. Yeah. Like, blah, Sleek, blah, blah. Let me rephrase that. Sleek isn't cutthroat. Her rapping would definitely do well on unpretty. It's just, I feel she didn't want to be on reality shows up until now. And she also has a cute personality, so I also don't think... She was so supportive of everyone. <laughs> she really was. It's cute. But my final point is, and it's something that still happens now, but Mama 2015 just had this yes. next level feeling of grand. Mama in general, back in the days, I feel... Grand. Yeah. The crowd also made a big difference. Yeah. But the reason I bring this one up specifically is, like, we had iconic performers. I mean, Hyanna did Roll Deep, Fur Coat. Yes. And all Jesse did Sanani this year. Yes. Um, obviously, it wasn't as big as her Mama 2020 performance. Yeah. With, Mama, are you ready? No, that was iconic. Iconic. But the main reason I bring up Mama 2015 is because, and I think at the time, like if it happened now, I would get it so much more and realize how big it was. But it was so big and I knew it was big. I just didn't realize how big it was. 21's reunion. Yes. Because we... That was the year we got we into it. We got into it, and I knew it was a big deal, 
but I I don't think I fully realized understood how big of a deal it was. And I remember watching it, and I didn't really know much of Twenty One at the time when it came out. I knew I am the best because who didn't? Nega che chalaga. But what made it so iconic is first of all CL's performance ate the stage up. But then once she hit that, girls get on the floor. Hana. Come, baby, you see, baby, come. and Dara comes yes. up looking like a baddie, and then it was Bomb's return <laughs> to the stage, and of course it didn't lead to a comeback. But that performance itself is just still so iconic. Mm-hmm. The coming up—that's literally what I I remember. Actually, <laughs> speaking of it, I remember the Mama lineup was announced, and I texted you, and Hiana was announced, but not for a minute. And I was like, I want her to perform, and then just be like. I'm the female monster and for a minute come up out of yeah. the floor from behind that would have been a good segue and it would have been amazing and it didn't perform. happen but then it happened with CL because yes. she was I remember texting you like oh my god what I wanted happened just with CL yes. because then 21 came up at the floor and Minzy was not playing that night her hierography that night her the, the drop floor, to the floor knew. with her she flipping her head. that head Hair? was on a swivel yes. she was and I always bring it up. There's this one girl when they perform too, who was there with her mom, and her mom is dancing like she's in church. Yes. And this girl has a lights a YG light stick, and she's just hitting it so hard that it looks like if she were to let go, the light stick would go flying <laughs> on the stage. On the stage, and the mom's just like clapping and dancing like she's in church. It was so funny. But other iconic performances, we have the BTS versus Block B. That's when Jimin ripped his shirt. That dance break. Mama was so great. And also we got EXO with lightsaber. Lightsaber. That was a big deal too, yeah. And then iconic Taeyeon. I think that was her. Oh, was that her eye era? I forgot to bring that up. Yeah, so Girls' Generation came back and then Taeyeon debuted yeah. solo. Finally, it's so many people with I. That oh, I didn't know video, that was her debut. That music video. Like, I could ha- be having the shittiest day ever. If I watch I, I just feel this, like, eternal you peace. You feel cleansed. I'm like, oh my god. The world is a beautiful place. <laughs> the sky is blue. All is Wait, right in the world. We have to bring it back to Queendom because I forgot to say this. Every time I see Taeyeon... It's like I feel refreshed because we'll be like so tense and clenched in our seats because they'll do the they'll announce who's going next and then they'll go through the backstory of how they chose and everyone's so on edge because the performance is about to happen. We need to do good. We need to do good. We need to do our best. And you get tensed watching them be tense. Yeah. And you're holding your breath throughout the whole performance because you don't know what's going to happen. What if something messes up, a.k.a. the glass falling, the hourglass (laughs) breaking, which I didn't even notice till the end. Heelins. Heel breaking. Heel breaking. But then it goes back to Taeyeon announcing the next performer. And you're just like, okay. And she just makes little comments and she's like, oh. I love it. Okay. She's I, a breath of fresh air on that show. I love her on the show. She's great. But anyways, you got the Masa X and Seventeen collab too. Oh, and Seventeen I had great collabs at Mama. Mama I'm collabs. still so mad at them that after Mama 2017, Seventeen never released that song they did with Newest. <gasps> that song was so good. Wait, stop. You also had JYP. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's right. JYP twenty four hour. Oh, and who's your I mama? forgot. I forgot that Jesse was in Who's Your Mama and that na 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 got it from my mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. I forgot she was in that song. And then I think Sun Me with 24 Hour 2? Or was that a different 24 Hour? You know what was iconic and I forgot to bring them up during Supergroup's coming back? And then reaction during JYP's performance was everything. Oh my god, Jackson during Mama, what was that, Mama 19 or 20? I don't, I think it was 19. I think maybe. it was 19. Oh, so iconic. But I forgot to mention in Supergroup's coming back that year, that was one of the last years we got Wonder Girls too. I feel you. So I think iconic. I also wanted to talk about this too, but we also got FX Four Walls. <gasps> yes, I forgot about, and they performed at Mama. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes, Mama, they performed FX at Mama. Four Walls. That comeback is so is good, so good. Choreo pops off. Song so good. Ugh, FX killed that. If comeback. you look Just at like overall's 2015 Mama, that comeback. it was stacked because you also got Icon Rhythm Ta. That's what I'm saying. And now some you get like for everyone. Like, first how of all, many groups? I feel is like that? it's such That's... a bad tasting route too. Because once they're like, oh, Mama's taking place in this country this year. People are like, ew, Mama, cancel, Mama, this that. And then it's just like everyone's just so focused on who's gonna win. But when I was a fan and Mama was at its peak, I just cared about the, the performances. performances and who was performing. Because I don't. I have to go back. We have to go back and look at it. But these many groups don't perform at Mama anymore. You get maybe five, six performances. This that year we got ten, like nine, so ten many. performances. There were so many, and the Wonder Girls were back. Yeah, we got. It's such an iconic year. So, Mama, still, I look forward to it every year. It's not like Psy bad also things. performed. Oh, Sai, that was a big deal too. Gundam style. But it's like Mama's still a big deal. Yeah. There's still iconic moments as, that happen. It's yeah. just not as iconic as it BTS used to be. also performed Run. I mean, thank you, Mama, for being the first debut performance of Eyes One's Panorama in 2020. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, just saying. But that concludes our Roll It Back 2015 edition. Did we talk about some of your favorite K-pop memories, songs, and iconic moments that year? Who knows what next year we'll be talking about. There were so many other great ones. But until then, that's a wrap on that. Now, do you think it's time for some TTFN? Tata for now? I think it is. We haven't done it in a long time. So we're trying to come up with more stuff. AKA just last week. <laughs> we skipped it last week, remember? Yeah. But we're trying to come up with more things to do during TTFN. But until then, I think Flopper Bob is always a solid choice. <laughs> solid. So, as always, we're going to pull up our Wheel of K-pop songs. That we didn't make. <laughs> that we did not make. And whatever song it rolls on, it's time to determine whether it's, it's a, a flop, flop or, or a bop. All right. Do you want to do the honors yes, today? Yes, I want to. Spin oh my God. the wheel. I almost dropped the phone. Oh? What it's is it? B2OB Missing You. Uh, okay. I know what you're going to say, so I'm going to go first. Okay. So, originally, B2B is the kings of ballads, but this song, unfortunately for me... Is it B2B or B2OB? I say B2B. I'm pretty sure it's B2B. Because it's... I don't want to get dragged for getting their name wrong. I just know it's B2B. It stands for something. Born to Beat. I think it's Born to Beat. <laughs> but 
Sorry, I'm not a B2B stan. I'm not a B2B stan, so... They have some good songs. I mean, I'll Be Your Man, Movie. I like those songs. But if we're talking about Missing You, I do happen to know what song this is. And I listened to it... Because I kind of had this, like, B2B ballad phase where I liked a few that remember that. You love a good ballad. I told you, sometimes a good ballad just hits. But they had a... I had a phase with them, and I remember Missing You came out, and I listened to it. And unfortunately, I had to say the song was a flop for me. Personally, I feel crazy saying this, because this is the first time we played this game, and I've said the song's a flop. And I'm not saying it was a flop, you know, on the charts or music shows. It was just personally a flop for me, because I liked other ballads by them better. Like, remember that. That one was so much better. But I will say, on Girls Planet 999... One of the groups in the second round had to cover B2B's Missing You, and they did an amazing job. I, it made me love the song so much more, and I will listen to that version sometimes, just not the B2B version. So if we're talking B2B's version of Missing You, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to vote it a flop. Girl, it's a flop for me because <laughs> I am not, I'm sorry, I'm... You can guess. I didn't even know how to pronounce their name. <laughs> right? B2B. I mean, they were on Kingdom. So they were on Kingdom. I really and should, but I didn't. they inspired Q from The Boys to be an idol. He auditioned with their song. Oh, really? For his company. So I can't discredit B2B. But also, you can't blame me because I don't like ballads and B2B mostly does ballads. So it's a flop. I'll Be Your Man, Stray Kids version, Immaculate. I haven't listened to the B2B version, so I can't really say. But I'll Be Your Man is a good song. It's just a flop for you. It's just... This one. Missing You is a flop Oh my god, see, it would have been so funny. I just spun the wheel for fun, and I would have gotten God 7's just right. Oh my god! (laughs) But listen, that's all the time we have for TTFN. Who knows? Unfortunately, that's two flops. (laughs) Sorry, B2B. So that's all the time we have for today. As always, you guys can follow us on our new Instagram that we made. Please follow. It's a lot of work to do an Instagram. It's a lot of work. (laughs) And I want you guys to like our posts and comment on our stuff. So please follow. We're Two Real K-Pop. Follow us on Instagram. Participate in our stories. It sounded like you were crying. You are just like, guys, this is so much work. Listen, we used to have a blog and we ran an Instagram for that, but it was like half-assed. It was not as much (laughs) as we're doing for this. So please, please follow the Instagram. We will interact with you back. I promise. We post fun stuff on there. And it keeps you entertained until we give you another episode. It also gives you updates on stuff, too. Yeah, we have Song of the Day, which we do. And you can see what we've been listening to that way. Maybe get some previews of what we're going to talk about next week on Let's Talk. You never know what you're going to find on the Instagram. So be sure to follow us on there. And we'll see you next time.